The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. has a wide butt crack. He does. Oh, How do you? Welcome along to The Real Pod. Um, we're a little late this week. Apologies. I know there are some cornies who are just hanging out for the podcast, but you're listening to it now, so here it is. You're welcome. Sorry, Clayton. Sorry, bloody. Who else? The others. All the others. Sounding off you in know, the comments. You know your names. It's amazing that's even happening, to be honest. I forget. I forget we have to do this sometimes. Oh, well. What? Four, four they hours ago, forget. we were like hundreds of kilometres away, you know? We've been on a journey. I wasn't. I was sitting here waiting for you guys since yesterday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder I'm so thirsty. Um, my name's Jane Yee. I'm joined by, oh, should I say I'm Jane Kefali Yee? My name's Jane Kefali. Is that, is that your new name? No. No, my name's oh. Jane Yee. Oh, right. Well, do your, do your, your name. <laughs> do your real name. Yeah. Okay. My name's Jane Yee. Sort of more honest. <laughs> Did you see Matilda change her name, though? Did she? Matilda Jean. Whoa. Just straight up green. Straight up. No rice. Hold no the green rice. rice. No rice green. I know. Wow. I want to hyphenate my kids' names, but then their surname initials are KY, and Joel think that's, thinks that's a bad idea. Oh, yeah. That is what about YK? YK? Y2K. Y2K. Curse it, of course. <laughs> oh, God. I married the wrong man. Um, anyway. Anyway. Uh, Alex Casey, Hello. to my right. That's my name. To my further right, Duncan Grieve from the spinoff. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Uh, this is a reality TV recap podcast. We are recapping Married at First Sight Australia, and it's a treat. It's a snack. It's a treat. It's, it's a whole damn it's a meal. Delicious cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> With very special thanks to Nando's. We just ate some Nando's. We are full. Oh, Doug, are you going to stay awake? Oh, I didn't. You eat Nando's I'm, I've light. Sa- I've, I've saved myself. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting yeah. new cheesy bread delivery today. Never before seen. In flat one pack. of the the flat pack, the kind of one you get like a half chicken. No, I thought that's what kind it was of tessellated on. stacks on stacks of cheesy bread segments. Great use of tessellated, by the Thank way. Thank you. I'm yeah. a huge fan of that word. <laughs> I thought that that's how it came last week. It's bags or nothing, isn't it? I'm, I mean, I'm only. I mean, perhaps early days there might have been a, a bo- tessellated flat Smashing. pack, mm. but. Um, no, of, of of recent months and months and months, it's yeah, just it's been, always been exclusively been bagged. Bags. I was too slow. I missed out on cheesy bread. Did you miss all? Yeah, really? like, I, to be honest, I, I took all there, of the rest of like, the last. I went there. But about, it was only four slices. What, what's going that's on? A, that's like a full. That's a full cheesy. That's a full one. Look, I, yeah. No, now that I say it, I realise I should have said it was only two slices. So you're telling me you've you've got it still because you haven't eaten it? Yeah, but Nikki said made me like Nikki's wants the food. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. So, it's married uh, life, Jane. This is what you're... Okay. Compromises, you know? It's trade-offs. <laughs> right, well, I guess it's I'm not, just, she just I guess, thinks it's not fair I guess, that I get Nando's every week. I guess without cheesy bread, I just can't do the podcast. I just can't do the podcast. No, no, Jane, no. We're both hung over. You can't do this to I'm kidding. I'm not doing that. I actually just had a full lunch and then a lamington. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. Um... But just on, that was really tense. On the so it's a joke. I just like 
I sometimes I like to pretend it. I'm on Shortland Street. It's theatre. Mm. Yeah, I like to pretend I'm on Shortland Street. Or life's the stage. You know, whichever way you want to look yeah. at it. Yeah. Duncan, yeah. you know how eating makes you fall asleep. Yeah. And Nando's makes you fall asleep. Yeah. What a great solution to anyone out there who's suffering from insomnia. Which is what I suffer from. Yeah. So get some... I get just on, start eating it every night. Get on the right Uber now Eats. Right I sleep well on a Thursday. Yeah. Oh, no. Get yeah. on the Uber Eats, eat some Nando's, um, and sleep's your uncle. <laughs> so... Our hashtag is hashtag RealPod. We're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the RealPod pod. That's where you also find our RealPod corner group, which is the best place on earth. Uh, we're on Instagram as well, the RealPod pod. Coming up, just a lot of maths chat and a little bit of real news. A little bit of Me too, about your wedding. I mean, does that come under real news? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. It was the almost perfect day. It was the perfect day. It was almost perfect. <laughs> Almost. It was almost pitch perfect. Is that, is that like a tease? It is a bit. I am cool. disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. Did you just fart? If that Green didn't say, did you just fart in his wedding speech, lost, wasted opportunity. Well, I mean, I'm is, wrong is, girl, is he even I know, legally married? No. Isn't he? Well, I mean, if I, I think if he, he shouldn't be allowed. No. And then I've gone and stuffed it up because I've just gone and got married thinking he was getting married. And I should have... Mm. Oh, Early in the week I proposed to you, remember? I know. And I was like, oh, no. Too late. And you've still got that um, standing proposal from Hayden. I mean, that's period, always yeah? on the back burner, though, that's isn't true. it? Well, I'm, always I'm, there. I'm the only unmarried one now. So. So. <laughs> All yours. Uh, okay, we start off with a commitment ceremony last Sunday night, a.k.a. forever ago. Um, Mark stayed. Ning wanted to leave. This is after hold Jim on, Gate. This Let's is after Jim Gate. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Was... yeah. Get out of there. Why are they still here? <laughs> yeah. What are they doing? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> People have stayed together over much worse things than Jim Gate in this show. They it's just true, seem like the most miserable people. The, their ceiling of happiness is like barely tolerating one another. Yeah. So at least with the volatile ones, there's been like happy moments, whereas this has just never gotten above. <sighs> I don't know. I think the fact that we don't see a lot of them this week just mm. means that there's not there's not a lot of action going on. Every so often they look kind of like Vaguely. they don't hate each other. They had other. a nice time on the slides. Oh, they did. I think the slides the was their slides. that was their moment. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, she says leave, but she's kind of calling his bluff because she just mm. yeah. yeah Which weird. I actually Nang think is, is a like... cool t- t- tactic, by the way. It's just always say leave. <laughs> So that you're never ashamed by them saying leave and you saying stay. The mm. problem with that is that the following week they'll probably say leave because they're upset you said leave for the week before and then it's all over. These are my terms. No, because you want to stay on the TV for the Insta fame. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Nang wants Insta fame. Yep. I think they all do. Like if, if Wayne... Nick if, doesn't if, if want Gareth, it. Sorry, if Wayne wanted Insta fame, which I think we've now found out that he did, then everyone wants it. Does, has Wayne got Insta fame? The Wayno. Yeah. He's got some bloody shoes from is, Ma, Ma, is What there? is that weird? Maha Ma, Ma, Ma Millions? Maha? Someone out there knows. <laughs> Maha Millions. No, don't they know. They send jazzy shoes to the men oh, of Mass. Oh, those are very pointy. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, look. Whoa. <laughs> Slevi got some. Gareth got some. Wayno got some. Okay. Anyway. Wee, wee, wee. Uh, Ning, Ning and Instagram. Ning, just not Instagram. Let's move on. Liz has disappeared completely. Yep. Yeah. Suspicious timing. Quite. I have a theory. Whoa. I think production poisoned Liz. <laughs> Whoa. Good theory. Yeah, Great to get her theory. off the show so they could make the thing Sam, Sam and Ennis Sam kick off. There's, this series is like 
ridiculous. Like the show was ridiculous always. Yeah. This season is actual bonkers. Mm. Like they've just like no shame in 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 the casting and the way that they've let things play out or encouraged things to play out is just profoundly irresponsible television. So much. (laughs) Like I actually cannot believe Innes is on the television. Like great character. Great viewing. Amazing characters. Terrible, terrible sense of responsibility in terms of the production. And Mm. I also worry because Bronson is a lovely teddy bear, but he's also a freaking incredible Hulk body who if he got mad and decided that he wanted to resolve something physically with Sam, mm. he could like even he a could muscle just do man that like finger Sam. flick thing and, and he's Sam would fly through a cinder block wall. <laughs> anyway, Liz, Liz has got a mystery virus. Um, yeah, mystery. Big mystery. So sick, I guess, that she can't contact anyone. She couldn't text, she couldn't call. And she's in quarantine, production, I assume. Production couldn't tell Sam where she was, of no. course. No, and Sam's going crazy. Yeah, he's really missing he's her. He loves worried. his wife. He's worried, he's worried <laughs> sick. He just really wants to make it work. Um, to remember. Matt and Laws had that terrible situation. Oh my god! At the dinner party last week, so we've covered that yeah. part, right? We've covered that. Yeah. I know it's I very so murky. Confused. We covered that. He's not attracted to her physically. I don't ever want to talk about them again. It just makes me too sad. Oh, well, can we just talk about the conversation? Well, the not conversation they had the next day when he like guiltily sidled into the room and then they just sat there at the table <laughs> for what felt like ten minutes yeah. of silence. Yeah, a million. And blanks. it was over. It was over. It was over. Over poor laws. Yeah. Oh dear. Um. I, I I would love to get progress reports on on Matthew. For, for the rest it, of my life. He did a weird. He did a weird Instagram today. Hold on, should I play it live? Yeah. I did, I I saw that it was a video, but I didn't know what he. Do you want said. the audio dongle thing? I'd love the dongle. Thank you. <laughs> All yours, she said. Um, there was a good interview that someone put in the Real Pod Corner where, where Loz, like, apparently, because they've all been on, like, kind of interview lockdown, yeah. like, they're not supposed to do anything. And she went on bloody Kyle Sanderlands and yeah, or whatever. Yeah, horrible show. And basically, like, spilled all the beans. But the one thing that really stuck with me is that apparently Matt told her repeatedly that he f- believes he was abducted by aliens when he was 15 and that they implanted something in his brain. And that's why he's like not normal. So, what? There you go. <laughs> so, uh, presumably, he told I am the. Fucked up by that. It's, it's, presumably, he whether... told the producers that during his interview. Anything significant okay? happened in your life that we should be aware of? Um, oh. There was this one time when I was 15, you know? So, two things happened when I was 15. One, um, an inspiring figure in my life died. And then later in the year, I was abducted by aliens and they planted something in my brain. How did that? Okay, two. Th- okay, two things. One, one. Uh, it seems like that person might not be someone who should be put on the TV. Oh, a lot of these people, like, people yeah. that should be put on the TV, but I yes. haven't quite especially. Mm-hmm. And I think in them, like not including it in the edit. Says so that they know that. Yeah. And two, not including the edit is mean because I think that would have been amazing. <laughs> so it's mean for us, like yeah. selfishly. Yeah. Yeah. So you sort of you can't have it both ways. You can't have them on the and on the TV and guiltily keep it out, and then mm. you know it's like you either go all in or or all yeah. out with him. The other really interesting thing that she said was something about how they sort of coaxed out the lesbian threesome swingers stuff. Like that came over a long period of like interviews and them asking her about her history. And she was like, oh, you know, like maybe I've 
seen some women in the past, and they're like, okay, can you say that again? Can you say lesbian? You know, yeah. like really feeding Yeah, her so there. it wasn't even, it wasn't like I've been in a relationship with a girl before yeah. or I've dabbled in um, some sexual activity with, um, you know, some girlfriends of mine or something like that. Mm. They made her say, mm. I've had, I, I used to be a lesbian. lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so but anyway. Interesting. I mean, I think, it out. I think we know now that this isn't all just happening super organically. It's not flying all style doco. <laughs> so I think we just Huge have to we just have to roll with it. As shocking as it is every time, I mean, this stuff is making Dean and Davina look like a pair of bloody lovebirds. I'm trying to play a video clip from Maddie. Be grateful. Do you mean Dean and? Hi guys, I just wanted to thank you all for all your support and your messages. It really meant a lot. It um, hasn't been a an easy journey, but it's been no a blinking. journey full of learning experiences and it really helped reading all your kind messages. I'm sorry I haven't been able to respond to them all. The sheer volume has been huge. I'm definitely going to get around to responding to the ones I can, but I just wanted to say thank you for your support. He hasn't blinked. I, he didn't blink for that whole thing. That was uh, like Hannibal Didn't need to. Didn't need to. Mm, doesn't need to. How many followers? Mm. What's, what's he looking like? And is he thirsty? Maddie, Maddie BG, 60K. Did, any, did any, you do what, that what thing I said where you take, take screenshots kind of, of all their Instagram followings at the beginning of the season? I had eyes on Heartbreak Island. Oh, Heartbreak Island, is that what we were doing? Because they were all sitting around, apart from Eden Dix, who was on 10K. For what? Apart from Eden Dix. <laughs> That's a name. <laughs> it's, just a na- it's just a normal name. lady's name. It's not a normal It's a lovely woman's name. I don't know what you're saying. She was in 10K when she started, but the rest of them were actually like, Weirdly normy. Man, nope. that's a funny name. Okay, so um, <laughs> where are we? No, we know I was saying um, Dean, Dean and Davina. You know, because they had the dalliance, the Dean and Davina dalliance. <laughs> they said, "Just see now compared to this lot, they seem like a like oh, a so lovely, a yeah. lovely pair of star-crossed lovers." You know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they're off to the GC for a group trip because what better way to nurture a relationship than to Throw them all and to a beach together. At a beach it, together. It's it's so transparent. The whole thing is cooked up to get and and as in uh, Sam in the same hotel. Yeah, one floor above each other or whatever. It's perfect. Oh, and I love the way that they. I mean, we're getting ahead, but they, they the played, elevator. They played the elevator, yeah. sliding doors. Incredible. Things. Shit, it was good. Let's start with Heidi and Mike. Um, <clears throat> Mike has a wide butt crack. He has a wide butt crack. That's first and foremost. One. Where did you see it? Good question. And I feel like it was a quite a bummy week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there was, was Michael's bum. There was definitely Michael's bum. Michael's bum was wow. amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's blown away. We know how I feel about bumps. Definitely the better side of things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, not a front bum. <laughs> no, 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 no. Big bum, big bum. Um, <laughs> second observation about Mike, he has a fidget spinner. He do, I've got that. Who has a fidget spinner? I don't yeah. know if he does or she does. No, well, he, he does. Was he was, he was fingering it. it. <laughs> you can't, Duncan. Oh, it's a rude pod. It's the rudest of pods. Um, he's... He's never had an I love you. What's this coughing chat? I've written down coughing chat. I wrote chat. that as well. I think they had a small fight, which is when the fidget spinner thing was yeah. present. What's the coughing got to do with I it? I wrote, doesn't cover mouth when coughs. <laughs> no, what and Heidi, was, and then says that Heidi overreacts. No, 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 no. no. Heidi had a cough in the night. And uh, he was oh, basically saying, put a pillow over yes. your face to stifle the sound. That's right. Thank God you were watching, Duncan. And... Um, 
And then she, yeah, she she got quite upset off the back of that. I think so. Just just on Mike and his, no one's ever he's never exchanged "I love you" with anyone at forty four. Like that's why him giving advice to Jess about how she she should kind of yeah keep uh, <laughs> keep Mick keen was just oh my god. Sorry, I nearly fell off the chair first. Um, and it's like just so rich. Like, just imagine it's being so that gross. confidently opining on something that you clearly have just zero qualification. I know why for. people listen to him though. He has an amazing radio voice. Yeah, yeah. he has such a smooth voice. Mm. That's, that's why people listen. Mm. Um, look, I have huge issues with Mike. I actually think he's one of the most evil characters on the show. Yeah, because he's so um, he's got no empathy, mm. and he does a lot of gaslighting. And even, oh uh, yeah, I mean, it's just he's yeah, he's a, I don't know counterpoint. He's, he's a puffed up little shit. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna call him. He's it a puffed could have up been quite shit. hot uh, when she was coughing as well. So I'm just saying, sometimes it's hot and you want to go for a swim. <laughs> all right? And it's important to remember that when you're thinking about Mike. I love that Heidi tried to get him into love languages on the beach. Though. So good. Uh, Any opportunity to get someone into love languages, I'm there. What's have you guys done yours? No, but what's yours? All of them, basically. <laughs> I want it all. I just want the gifts. Gifts. <laughs> Words of affirmation. Mostly gifts. <laughs> or Mostly gifts. Cash. Or gifts. Or just gifts. stone cold cash. That's what I want. Loads of cash is cool. Um, okay, Jess and Mick. Okay, so they got intimate after the dinner party. It transpires. Um, but then she lied about it at the commitment ceremony. Yeah, that's right. Quite convincingly, I thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. totally. Because we saw the commitment ceremony first. She's like, "No, nah, we haven't done it yet." And then later, we find out that they've been intimate, and he lets it slip on the boys' night, doesn't he? Yeah, and they were intimate because Mike co- coached yeah. her, or sort of. You know, there's a weird her thing her. going on with Jess and Mike. Yeah, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like when your wife has to be like, "Please don't talk to this young woman without me there." There's probably something wrong with the way you're conducting yourself in conversation. Yeah, right? mm. I think she, who, you know, her. I was talking to a friend about it just before we came here. That's all I ever talk about. Um, and and this friend with, who who has been in a relationship where her husband was unfaithful multiple times was like she was behaving the way my friend behaved when she kind of knew that mm. something was amiss, and she just had this inherent feeling mm. that her her husband was attracted to someone else, and that's. I think that's possibly where Heidi's insecurities come so from. So that's there. the thing because I had to skip through the the dinner party scenes with them too because I was I was basically mm. just that's the other thing I haven't watched all of the show this week it's horrible so I missed the um, show's not horrible I feel horrible I feel like um, I've been unfaithful to the show you have mm. um, and yeah so so what 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 recap what happened. Oh uh, yeah, in. so after so they had kind of an arrangement that Heidi and Mike wanted to talk to Jess about what he had said to her at the last thing because yeah. it was obviously inappropriate and, and whatever. So they had this plan to do it, but then I think when Mike was like on his way to get a drink or something, Jess kind of stopped by and was like, "How are you?" And he's like, "I want to talk about the weird stuff I said." And <laughs> Heidi wasn't there. Yeah. It wasn't quite like that. He t- he did say, "Oh, I need to catch up with you later," and then she was like, "Oh, I know what that's about. It's all fine." Mm. Um, it was a little bit confusing. What they were talking about was the fact, yeah, so last week's dinner party, 
Mike had given Jess advice to just go go for it with Nick, which she then she then did, mm. um, and then felt that perhaps she'd been pressured or something. Was that her kind of take on it, or not? No, she didn't feel she'd been pressured, but she told the girls that's how it happened, and I don't think Heidi liked that very no. much. And I was like, what? Why is Heidi so concerned? But I think again, it's because she's got this kind of sixth sense, and she just doesn't like. Mike talking to Jess about her sex life, mm. Mm. which I suppose when you boil it down to that is a yeah. bit <clears throat> uncomfortable. And giving that advice of that nature. Oh, absolutely. But I think her problem with his, is more with him talking to her. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. just, he's a problem machine. He is a problem machine. Because you know? it's her in particular. But then, yeah, that was what the rest of the fight was about, right? All yeah, yeah. Of. She was really, really upset. And he was basically just going, you're blowing out of proportion. And then it kind of just escalated into them both saying like I think it's over mm-hmm. and he's like well I think the door's shutting and she's like oh the door's shutting oh no it's slammed so that's mm. where it ends with them that's well that's as far as we know yeah Damn. so I don't know is the relationship over we I think know. they all stick around a bit longer um, yeah, one of them's gonna, gonna stay surely anyway so we'll move on from them um, oh no we were actually talking about Jess and Mick weren't we we were um <clears throat> That platter by the pool. What'd you make of that? I loved it. Oh, so funny. Mixed romance bag of goodies. Cooler bag. Bag of loose ham with no, like, <laughs> the, yeah, the presentation just, was It was amazing. Outrageous. He's gone up to the deli counter and said 150 grams of shaved ham, please. Of your champagne. That's what ladies your love. Your champagne. It's my ham. language of love. Oh. Ham. <laughs> I mean, I'm into it. I like ham as much as the next guy. It was very sweet, I thought. It was, but it, it reminded me a lot of um, Lizzie's um, picnic. You know, yeah. like, uh, yeah, her picnic with the the install bakery muffins mm. and the, the jam and Nutella. <laughs> um, this was just the same thing, but more of, you know? Yeah. Just packets opened. And in the plastic, was the plastic bag, just, like the platter? Yeah, the plastic bag or was Or maybe it was like, like a beach towel. Or, or it was a on a towel. Yeah. There was weirdly like a hundred napkins. Like, you don't need that many. Yeah. There's two of you. <laughs> you don't know how they eat. <laughs> I also think it's probably the runner from production who's run off and got this stuff. Come yeah. back and just handed mm. a bag over. Production could go to some effort, no, surely. No, I quite like but it has it. to be on brand it with Mick, though. Mick doesn't yeah. know, like, about an olive. It's yeah. not like Art Green who's going to, like, have a lovely, sophisticated thing. It's He's just a... Bloke. Imagine if imagine if Mark was doing a platter. He wouldn't know where to start. He's only got one plastic cup <laughs> and one plastic plate. <laughs> I'll like, never forget that oh reveal. I mean. What do I do with two cups? Oh man, <laughs> you're out of the army, mate. Out of broken out. Okay, Michael and Martha have a lovely bronzing session. That's all I've got written down. Oh, that's so that. cute. Was it too dark though? Oh, of course it was. But I've, I've never self tanned. But I know people. You know, you you tan and then it's sort of a doesn't it chill out? Like it's Jersey Shore, Shore kind of stuff, which is that's true. Their, their culture. It was more like bodybuilding type. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was like bronzer. He did like look proper, very muscly. Yeah. yeah, but it was almost like like it, it looked like he'd had like <coughs> like, is it like seemed to is that just the, the way the tan stuff drained? That like it was like <laughs> right. it's it's yeah, it's settled, it's yeah, settled yeah. into the hollows. And, and then, then she then said it, that she right. said I can contour you because she's a makeup right. artist, so she contoured his muscles a little they more. They look crazy. Yeah. They're both so stylish. I yeah. love them. His shirts are incredible. His shirt's crazy. I think they're like Gucci or something. I'm sorry, they're but so are they not mean. the Art and Matilda of Australia? Big call. Big, it's a bit. It's a huge call. No, they're not. They're not. A... Who is though? Then, if not them, who? I don't relate to Michael and Martha. Though is the problem, right? Like, I don't know who they are really. I yeah. know they're stylish and attractive people. 
Which is we pretty seem much to like each other. Right. No, but like you get a sense in Matilda's cheeky humour. <laughs> <laughs> she played an important part in my wedding, actually, but we'll talk about that later. That later. Um, okay, Mark and Ning went to Wet and Wild. They went on a crazy motherfucking ride where they strapped themselves to something and they went shooting down like a I've bloody... been on it. What? The wedgie slide. <laughs> wedgie slide. I think it's called the wedgie. I feel like I've even talked about it on the podcast before. You don't just get to have a good time, you have a, have a wedgie? The wedgie. Yeah, yeah. But except when I did it, I wasn't strapped onto one of those things. So the idea is that you stand in a tube on a little platform and then they just pull the platform away and it's just a straight vertical drop. Fuck Bloody that. Hell. And then you go, wee. Are you a bit of a thrill seeker, Alex Casey? Would you, do you do the um, the I wouldn't free do fall? a bungee jump. Would you do the free fall? You wouldn't. I wouldn't do a bungee jump. No, right. I don't like that. Sky tower jump? Yeah, that would be fine, I The free fall thing at Rainbow's End? Oh, I love that. Yeah, oh. that's fine. Well, like yeah. the elastic bandy sort of thing on um, the corner of Elliot Street. I think it's Strait. too rickety. I've yeah. done that one. Is that the one that throws you up in the air? Yeah. Yeah, I've done that one. Is that good? No, I, was, I thought I was going to die. I don't want to do any of that the stuff The problem is anymore, once you're out there, you, can, no, no, you can't do anything. You can't go, like, want to get off now. You've, yeah. you're, just, you're there. You're in. It's quite expensive as well. It's I, almost I, like price of admission to Rainbow's End. To do no, the jumpy thing? To, no, to, yeah, to do the elastic. Oh, I did it as part of a TV thing a thousand mm, years ago. Lucky for some. Yeah, Always it was great. bragging about her TV. Yeah. Like, I was a TV up. presenter. <laughs> so sick of hearing about it. Most of my 20s. It's a good time. Uh, Mark, I wrote Mark has bad tattoos. C4. But I've already... <laughs> Squeeze. <laughs> Sorry, what? I've forgotten what Mark's bad tattoos oh, were, but I wrote it, down that he definitely I've, had bad tattoos. I just got tattoos at exclamation mark. Everyone's got tattoos in the show. There's so many tattoos. Many it's basically a tattoo show. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really not basically a tattoo show, <laughs> though. <laughs> tattoo show with some other stuff. With a bit of other stuff on the side. He has very bad tattoos. Yeah. yeah. But what I mean, are I'm, they? I can talk. Oh, there's writing. There's a whole lot of dates in Roman numerals oh, that go down his that's back. That's right, yeah. But I think it's something weird, like a really dark, like a dark mess. <laughs> Just a huge dark mess <laughs> on his back. Oh god. Anyway, that is very literal. They had, they had, they had quite a nice time. I feel like this is, might be the beginning of something almost friendly. Adequate. <laughs> um, I've actually weirdly, uh, Jules and Cam. Okay, they're great. He loves you. He says so. It's great and wonderful, and they're nice. The build-up to I love you. It was really bad. It was really bad. And then when he said it, it's like, I love you. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I love you. Love you. <laughs> and she didn't say it back. Then, love, love, love. Yes, she did. Did she? Yeah, she got up and she was like, Aww, I thought she didn't. Love you too. I thought she did like a thank you. No, she didn't. She definitely did a love you oh, okay. And my ears were pricked. Okay, no, I'm glad. I'm so glad. Who, who did thank you on the OC? Was uh, that Seth? There was a thank you on Friends, and there was a whole episode about it. There was definitely a thank you on, on the OC. Yeah. I think it was Seth to Rachel, Wilson. Summer? Summer. Summer. Robert. Okay. Anyway. Sorry, I was in a reverie. Mel and Dino. Same words. Mel wants to be thrown down. Everyone wants to be thrown on a bed. Well, I got the feeling. I thought she was saying all this time she wasn't attracted to him. I don't think she's. But when she bothered. says there's no <laughs> sexual chemistry, I think she means there's no sex happening. Is what she means. Not. Well, yeah. She I, she wants it. She yeah, wants but I don't it. think she's particularly bothered by the vessel. You know. Right. Yeah, I know, but I'm just, I didn't say that. I just said she wants it. She extremely wants and it, and she doesn't just want it. She wants it law style. She yeah. wants to be thrown. Down. The law's special. <laughs> um, give, give me a lot. 
they go to a souvenir shop. And oh god, this oh, is a I mean, forced fun. It was, no, but it was a great souvenir shop. And those were amazing souvenirs. That's crazy. Actually. And then they walked out of them wearing those t-shirts, which was cool. Did they buy the testicle? What was they the bought little, the testicle. Kangaroo, the testicles. kangaroo testicles. Yeah, was yeah. it bottle opener or something? Everything and there's the right. roadie nudie postcards. It was the closest Ooh. thing they got to like sex, right? Was those mugs they had boobs on it. <laughs> you know when I um when I had my sneaky two cigarettes at my hen's night and when I went to buy a lighter from the K Road Supriette, um I, I bought the cigarettes and then I was like, Oh and he was like, Do you need a lighter? And I was like, Yeah, and he chuckles and he like grabs one and gives it to me and it wasn't until I walked outside I realised it hadn't like a you know, it was a nudie girl on it. <laughs> nudie, yeah. And I looked back and I was like, Thanks because I was, you know, uh, <laughs> had a half a Yay a glass of bubbles about four hours earlier. But anyway <laughs> Um <laughs> Then I was like, Am I should I be cross with that or is it just a good time? Where did you land? Where did you land? I don't. I think I landed on it was a good time. I think in the moment in that carnival atmosphere, he was yeah. probably going off your energy. Yeah. I mean, if you could call me like eight a.m. in the morning, me at like half past twelve at night, going alone into a separate to buy some ciggies and a lighter, a carnival atmosphere. Then sure, <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. But did you have a sash on? I had a sash on. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Also, I feel like he should have a. Nude lighters after midnight Saturday night only policy. True, true. It was just his cute little giggle. To be fair, like yeah. he was pulling pulling a swifty on me. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> swifty, the ultimate swifty. Anyway, okay. So um, that's yep. That I night. have something else I want to say about Dino Melissa. Please do. I want to make love with her soul mm. before her body. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Yeah, I I feel like that's a bit. I mean, it's just Dino's way of saying I want I want to get to know her before I sleep with her. I know, but, but like, just don't say it like that. It lo- it's I just say love make love to the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> yeah, that's a yuck phrase. Okay, um, now I've put salmon. I've actually put salmon in us as a couple because there was, Liz wasn't there. Yeah. So I just lumped them together. And, and <laughs> salmon, salmon in us with Bronson just sort of popping in to, <laughs> to somehow think everything's fine. Can we please just talk know. about the best of Bronson before we get into the salmon in us thing? Yeah, let's just talk about Bronson as a single. How about... When I think it was when she went out with her on the date with Sam, Bronson went to the gym, started watching TV, oh, yeah. and found it so enthralling that he, <laughs> he stayed on the, on the treadmill, treadmill for four hours. <laughs> Shit, he's a simple man That's, with simple needs. But, but also, did he run like two marathons? Like, like how he might have just pr- stopped Stop. the treadmill and just stood. Oh, is that what you watched? The TV? My take was that he was jogging. Oh, I thought I he was th- jogging and he would have easily done a marathon. I feel like he was just in the warm-up phase and then he just got transfixed by the television and stayed in warm-up phase. Mm. So like maybe, yeah, one marathon, maybe. Not, oh, not two, though. It's still quite a long way. Um, it's so fun. I love the idea that Bronson's never seen a TV before. Yeah. That's what I read into it. I want to know what was on. It was enthralling, whatever it was. He also I- loves ice cream. When he, we took Innes out and he said, ice cream can make any conversation oh, yeah. good. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Bronson. The thing is but sometimes she, I think they're playing it up or he's playing it up. Or, the I'm bars, like, how can you be uh, so she, credulous? It, her, because she was so shocking early on, her mm. going into I'm just basically ignoring you and physically kind of being in your company just to stay in the show so I can bonk Sam, that to him is like... She's Success. fucking farting yeah. rainbows and unicorns. She's amazing. It's all going so, so yeah. well. Talking I about could really, future we together. have a future together if she continues like this. And he's got, in his mind, it's like, 
well, if it can improve this much from last week, then it can improve that much mm. next week. And then within about 68 years, <laughs> we might go on a date. <laughs> like he's, he's honestly, oh. he had very, very low expectations. Simple And yeah. like, and it's the whole time they're together. It's like staring off into the middle distance, dreaming of Sam. Saying and nothing. And not saying answering. Nothing. Yeah. She sees his stuff, she just goes, mm-hmm. Mm. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Sam and Innes meet up, um, and you're like, oh, what's going to happen? And then TV3 ran a promo for the Talking Married, Married show. No. <gasps> And it shows it shows um, oh. it shows Sam throwing her on the bed. You know the bit where he picks her. Lars, that's that, appalling. And so that was happening before before that happened. And it was how really do they ruin the suspense of the completely inevitable? End? <laughs> <laughs> um, just it, was it was it Anas who said um, talking to Bronson's like sucking water out of a brick? Yeah, that's so. She's got some great <laughs> she, little she sayings. Does, yeah. She does. Anyway, they have a sexy night. They have some drinks and they have a sexy night together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's all this talk of a sauna. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all these other rumours. It was a sauna and it was also weirdly that they were in Ning and Mark's room. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were in Jess. Oh, Jess and Mark. Ning had seen them. <laughs> Ning saw them. So- <laughs> and like, what the hell would you ever Do you be doing what? in Ning I and Mark's 100% room? 100% think that they were, in, they were in Jess and... What's his name? Mick. Mick. Mick's room. They definitely were. And I think Jess and Mick were covering for them. But wait, the Zex was in that room. No. No, I don't think that's necessarily where that the was Zex in was. Lair. <laughs> but then when are they in G- Mick and Thingy? Like, I reckon they've just been hanging out with them. Like, between, like they're, they're their couple, mate. a secret mate. place. Yeah. yeah. yeah maybe the place. cameras aren't there yes, or something. Yes, totally. Oh, my God. Yeah. Quick text in it. the DMs. And I think maybe the maybe the cameras, the production know about it, but they don't. they've choose to... Turn a blind eye. Well, they, basically, they want that relationship to develop because it's such great TV. So yeah. anything that can mm. kind of normalise it is to the good. That's my theory, anyway. Good Do you theory. believe the sauna? Oh, I mean, there's no smoke without some hot coals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's actually steam, but I mean, I know, but technic- for, for the, <laughs> I, yeah, I get it, but I mean, for my little m- malpropism, I, I love it. <laughs> What's that? Malappropriate word. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, because you can't have microphones, right, in a sauna. I'm pretty sure you could. But when Ennis denied it in in the moment and also said that, like, I mean, obviously she's like a a natural liar, but she doesn't seem to lie in those interviews. I think something is very clear in all the reality TV that we've consumed over the past many years is that they actually almost treat it like an action. So there's definitely opportunity for them to go to the sauna when the cameras aren't around, when they're not on set, as it were. Mm. You know, like remember how um, how the Bachelor girls told us when when it was like cut, Jordan Major would go hang out with the crew. Yeah. So there's and, and we've been told that Art used to hang out with the girls, the bachelorettes a lot when the cameras weren't rolling. Mm. So there's all this stuff. There's definitely stuff that happens that we're completely unaware of. And I think one of those things is sexy time in the sauna. Mm. I don't think that came from nowhere. I agree. Martha sexy, may or may not have a picture of it on her phone. <laughs> that, was <so> <laughs> that was so good. It's like, go through my phone. <laughs> um, anyway, what else happened? Liz came back. She back. She back. Was she so back. Good. She the back. The greatest in the uh, history. Oh, it was such a good edit. 
Uh, there was and a this whole... was long gone, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, like yeah, three days earlier. Three yeah. days earlier. <laughs> they had a whole fake out with the elevator. Also... Well, he did seem to be properly cleaning up her yeah, makeup okay, wipes look, and toothbrush. No, that's not true, because here's the thing about the toothbrush. Why was her toothbrush there? They went out, met up for a drink, and supposedly just rolled back to his mm. place. She wasn't carrying a bag. Ooh. There was nowhere to hide a toothbrush in the Ooh. outfit she was wearing. So. And- where did she get makeup wipes? Oh, they could, could be Elizabeth's makeup wipes, I guess. She hadn't been True. there yet. Elizabeth never turned up to the Gold Coast. Okay. So. Another woman. Oh, or yes. I don't know. Also, Sam. Sam. Web. Uh, anyway, she that back. Is bad. Um, there's a very tense conversation about. There's a very tense conversation about um, affection and thumb sucking. Oh, oh yeah. my god, that, that was horrible. Thing, but, but every time the thumb sucking is talked about, it's just horrendous. Was that the girl? When did it first come up? The lads, Sam, the Sam, lads Sam, night. Yeah, when Sam was like just belittling her in front of everyone, and they were all enjoying it. But you know who didn't enjoy it? Bronson, because he's the nice one. Bronson was like, "It's not on." And I think Cam. I just want to. Believe. Cam can turn. Oh, I no. feel like Cam's not all good all the time. I think him. I actually looked up his stats, by the way. His um, cricket career was very short and not particularly auspicious. So doesn't matter though, because he's, he's a lovely fella. Okay, um, the, the 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 whole argument about the the thumb sucking. I thought it was around the Nutella time, but I don't think it is. I think it's a whole other thing. Yeah, it was in yeah, bed. Yeah, it was in bed. What the fuck? How did uh, this... when they had those pashes? Oh man. I really want to know who instigated the thumbs. That's awful. I never want to hear the word thumb again. Thumb. Well, we should all get rid of them. <laughs> this innovation that has uh, given us so much. It's time to go. He's all, and then he does, he's all like, Elizabeth's basically forcing me to get to know Ennis. Because with, what was his justification virus. for his behavior is just, he's, he is feeble minded. He's like not an intellect at all. It's really horrible. It's just horrible. I, I don't know if I like it. Some yeah. Of it. Okay, so there's a girls' night. Um, we've we've kind of covered some of that stuff. But Liz turns up there. It gets real ugly. She's all about girl code, and this hasn't read that particular code. <laughs> um, it's not really a code. It's not like the road code. Um, <laughs> Jules pulls Liz up and says, "Do you fancy Sam? Do you fancy Sam? What's going on?" And Liz is like, ah, "No, no." um, It surprises me how barefaced their lying is. It Mm. is so crazy. They're very good at it. Like um, at that girls' night in particular, I feel like she managed to um, what's the word? Dissolve. Yeah, deflect. Deflect. She completely, yeah, deescalate, deescalated the situation. Yeah, completely. I mean, she probably, I feel like it would have been more realistic if she's like, oh, he seems like a nice guy. Um, he's really good looking, but I don't really know him very well. Like, she, it was it was quite like, she does a lot of the, oh, that's so funny. That's so mm. funny. That's so funny. Like, that's how she kind of just buys time. Um, I just don't know, what, 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 what is the end game of all the lying? Like, the dinner party really was a perfect opportunity just to, like, own it and mm. deal with it. And the fact of them, I didn't actually see it. Oh, can you can you guys explain how the episode ends? Because I basically it was so mostly I, around uh, Heidi and Mike. I feel like. Well, I, I saw him going into. Oh yes, into the secret into room. The, to the secret room, and 
to be fair, if there's a lot wants. of rumours swilling around about saunas and other people's apartments and does Innes like Sam and Sam like Innes, and then mm. they both disappear for like quite a while at the same time. Okay, so, so it's just a chat or they don't, they don't oh, get Oh, no, sprung. there's a huge moment. No, so they're talking about oh, like yes. what they're going to do um, and then there's bloody Sam saying... Innes is now coming on too hot. I don't like this. I, yeah. want- <laughs> I, had, I had a really strong feeling that yeah, was going to yeah. happen. Yeah, they, that's been peppered throughout because she's just, they've done a lot of her going, I see a future with us together, yada, yada. I mean, I feel like Sam's there for a good time, not a long time, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. like, she's a va- she, like, these are my options, Liz or Innes. Innes is more like the type of girl I'd normally go for, whereas Innes is like, I could marry Sam. Yeah. And, yeah, so she's basically... Right since the tryst began, she's been kind of going, when can we tell everyone? I could just walk out there now holding your hand. He's been like, oh, let's just wait. Let's just wait. Let's just wait. I feel like ultimately he'd be like, we'll keep it a secret and never tell anyone. Yeah. And then maybe eventually we'll just break it off and they'll never know and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about these cameras. They, I'm not sure not what real. they are. They're not rolling. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But he, yeah, so I think his words were, um, I'm worried that I've dodged one bullet only to walk into the path of another, referring to Liz and then Innes. Women are the basically just guy. all bullets. This whole they? show has just got these lovely, lovely, just salt-of-the-earth Australian blokes and all these hysterical, mm. crazy mm. Uh, women. They're just highly emotional, very irrational, Mm. Not very logical. They're not logical at all. They're not not their bloody therapists. I hate the narrative that's been, yeah, I hate it. Mm. Do you think, (coughs) sorry, we were talking about it because I was like, (coughs) Joe reckons lots of people will watch that. Like, I I feel like we're all on the same page and that we think Sam is like the worst in the whole world. Mm -hmm. Do you think anyone watches that and is like, cool, man, that guy's cool? No, but I think there are people who think Mike's Mike's got a point. Yeah. Because it's more like insidious. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why I think he's so dangerous. Are you saying that Joe thinks that like it might not be public good? Yeah, <laughs> there's definitely the some way that some do. elements that are of it that are public good. But I don't feel like um, I don't feel I don't feel like many of the women's concerns are treated as genuine concerns. Mm. They're mostly, you know. I think this season has crossed the line. Yes, on occasion, it has where it, it's felt like things aren't properly resolved or managed mm. or like policed uh, or, or sort of conveyed. I, I almost want like the experts watching at all times and giving like commentary breaks through the run of it because it's just so toxic and like, yeah, that because it's really useful. You have that at the dinner party, um, but I feel like some of the rough edges of that behaviour needing to be sort of understood in the eye of the beholder could be taken care of with a little bit more of the um, sort of supervision of them. Mm. There's not enough comic relief either. No. There's, no, just, there's, there's no, no Troy. Troy. There's no Troy. Just bring back Troy. Melissa and Dino, I think, maybe were supposed to be the Troy element and they're just not providing not it in off. the same way. Speaking of Melissa and Dino, on the boys' night, Dino is advised to just slam Melissa. Just Ugh, She wants to be slammed, just awful. slam her. It's so bad. It's always, and it's always led by... Mike. Old Mr. Get Everyone <laughs> to Have Sex. Well, and also, like, 
the opposite of a love guru. <laughs> like, just amazing <laughs> that he takes it upon himself to be the kind of therapist to yeah. all the blokes or, or, or the other couples. Mm. But no, I just... think he thinks of himself maybe as the sex guru, not the love guru. Right. That, I think that's where the problem is. Mm. Um, it does. I don't know. The pressure to have sex with a girl just because your mates told you to. It's very high school, isn't it? Mm. Anyway. Um, there was that whole massive fight that started amongst the girls when they were talking about um, Matt's social anxiety. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Elizabeth. Elizabeth unleashed on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was because um, Ines was like, why do you even, why do you care? Just have a wine. Just have a wine. Just yeah. chill out. I mean, she's kind of got a point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's probably the only time. Just relax. Have a good time. And then there was the dinner party. We've already discussed quite a bit of what went down there. Um, but just during that Sam and Ines chat, that they had their private chat, you might have missed this, Duncan, if you didn't see it. But she's just like, oh, I just get so horny when I see yeah, you. I saw that. I saw bit. that bit. Six and it, yeah, I get like six organs in my head for a start. I mean, six is a lot, but also in your head. In your head. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Tina's blushing. Tina just made a noise. <laughs> um, I thought a sneeze was the orgasm of the head. <laughs> I just sneezed six times. <laughs> I mean, like, isn't that a thing? It's supposed to be like a sixteenth, isn't that the ratio? Uh, what? So you have to do how many sixes? Oh, that's so a fair. lot of maths. Six. 16 times 6. No, it's it, no, 96. No, it's... 96 sneezes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> that was good, Jane. Thank I you. I didn't even get to finish my equation on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, there you go. Six that, I reckon that's the moment he really, because he was like, oh, do you? Yeah. Wow, okay. And that was, mm. that was she jumped the shark right there. Instead of finding it hot, he found it funny. Yeah, and then he was like, uh-oh. Another bullet. Here comes another bullet, and I'm standing yeah, yeah. here again. So he's what's gonna, he going to do? What do you like reckon I've he's going to do? It? Some emotions by mistake. <laughs> Bloody hell! Um, what's what's going to happen at the commitment ceremony? Oh shit! You guys have already seen it. He's sneaking oh, cheap. I've, I've seen, seen it. it. Okay, I want us to vow to stop going ahead. I don't even know what you're talking about. I, I know exactly. I never what go here. I never go beyond New Zealand. Okay. I know nothing. I want to know what you, you know guys. Everything. I don't know if they're sustainable. Like I feel like I feel like it's going to be a cull. A cull. A cull. Like Sam and I don't think Sam. Are there any couples left? Yeah. Dun dun dun. Anyway, we'll get to that next week, won't we? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I well, just remembered something. What? No, no, it's, I can't say it on mic. Oh, get off mic. <laughs> so now do we? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna uh, do a little uh, bit. Just, I'm just, just getting this thing. Just filler chat. Just chat. Filler chat. Can I do a brief chat about Heartbreak Island? Have you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. Any of it? Just give us two minutes. Okay. Well, I've just written a piece about it on the spinoff, which has made Tebow very angry, which I've just found out. Um, oh, really? I just ran through the most hectic moments so far. The most hectic being Sam, who was one of like I thought I was going to be the breakout star and potentially the winner. Turns out is like has a massive cheating past, but also <gasps> came on the show. With his current girlfriend, who pretended to be a disruptor as his ex-girlfriend, and they were basically conspiring to try and win the show together, and Mark Dye kicked them off the island. It was very dramatic. Oh, so the producers didn't know. They didn't know. Mm. Is there any, I mean, have you have you scrolled through that and to see if there's any pics of them together, any Facebook statuses that producers either weren't doing their job very well or... Surely the producers knew and just put, put them on and it was fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
No, I haven't done the research, but it was very exciting. Can you tell me what he looked like, Sam? And like in terms of the party that we went to, which one was he? What fancy He was suit? the one wearing the cheese cutter, the full three piece yeah. sort of Oliver Twist. Yes, handsome, um, I know, I know the one. Incredibly handsome English not, bloke. Not super tall. Not a super tall no? man. Okay. Not a super tall man, but um, so he's gone. There's a whole bunch of new disruptors. Um, Are they like last crop of disruptors? Like, what do you say? Nothing. Not 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 as good. Yeah, not as good as the real thing. This Harrison, who's real cool, Hurricane Harrison. I don't know. I think it's it's a it's a, it's a new beast. I just love, two. I just love the word disruptor. I feel like disruptor is to intruder mm. what um, my life is to Facebook on on Shortland <laughs> yeah. Street. Oh, yeah, <laughs> my life. I love it. And um, they have it to do. It, sorry, the game station. Game station. The whole world of right. Q Road. Q Road, is, Q Road is the best one. Yeah. Um, they have had some sexy challenges. Like they had one, I don't know if it's, I'm still trying to figure out if it's okay, where they had like a key frozen in like an ice lolly. I'm doing this gesture. Don't do that gesture. Well, it's, well like, wait knob. till you see what they had to do because they had to like basically melt the ice pole <laughs> with their mouths. Oh, <laughs> come on. To get it out. And then in the next challenge, they had a key that was inside a bar of soap that they had to get out by like aggressively. Showering each other. Sexy stuff. <laughs> Jane's filming me now, so <laughs> you got a coin. You've got a bit pink. <laughs> oh, yeah, cute. that was the end of it. <laughs> two oh, chairs. What there happened? Was two sexy it disappeared. Challenges. Oh, what a shame. Oh, no, there it is. It's all good. It's there. It's there. <laughs> it's okay. okay well. Anyway, that's my Heartbreak Island review. Okay. Okay, I think it's time for some. Okay, so I had my lovely wedding on Sunday. It was so lovely. Thank you. Yeah, all go to plan? It went all completely to plan, um, bar one significant awesome. hitch. What was Friend. the hitch? <laughs> the hitch is sitting in between us. Will Smith. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to hear it from you. Yeah. Okay, so Joel and I commissioned the lovely Alex Casey along with his friend Simon Chesterman to do a reading with a completely open brief. That's by the by, to be fair. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with the reading itself. But let's just say... Well, the open brief, you never said be on time. Okay, I think you've given away the punchline here. <laughs> <of it. laughs> Alex, Alex was was part of the ceremony. Mm. Okay. Um, and then I got there and we arrived, got down the car, big long, walk down the longest aisle you've ever seen. And then uh, right at the beginning, had the celebrant do his thing. And then uh, got to the bit where he's like, okay, and now we're just going to have... Um, a little moment from Simon and Alex, and I look out, and Simon steps up, and then Duncan stands up, and I'm like, "What?" And then it dawned on me, Alex is not here. And my but first I... thought was, my first thought was, "Oh my god, I hope she's okay." And then my second thought was, "Oh my fucking god, she's late." <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah. First one, and then um, you, but where was I? Well, you were running down the hill. I was running down the hill. <laughs> exactly. I was, well, I was like, I did the slowest walk, <laughs> just praying that what happened, what eventually happened, would happen. Because I was, it was like reading, which we'll get to what it was, which was quite simple. Like I had no, you know, you, I no. feel like you have to mentally prepare for something like that. And I was literally like, it was, so I was sitting next to Simon, which was the a mistake I uh, made. Of course. And he was like, you're doing it, and I was like. <clears throat> I guess you just have to. I felt like someone had just taken over my body. I've never been so happy to see. Were you were you texting with Simon the whole time, going, "We're nearly there. We're two minutes away." Any of that? Yeah, I was texting both Simon and Duncan for a while, and then I think 
correspondence kind of dropped off and I was like, oh, fuck, that's... That could be tense. It's fine. <laughs> that could well, be tense. Essentially, were... the wedding started on time. <laughs> yeah. Actually, five minutes late. We started five minutes yeah, late. No. So you, but that, that is actually, were... to, in Alex's defense, that's very early in the lates for a wedding. It is. It like is. You're, a, you're the first bride in history. We, were told, we were told not to be too late because we didn't want our guests sitting around in the sweltering heat. As it turns out, it wasn't sweltering heat. But mm. I think, you know, I think it's fair to be a little bit late as a guest thinking, oh, it doesn't matter, the bride will be late. But if you're part of the ceremony, <laughs> that's probably, just make sure you're there on time <laughs> in the very least. Well, look, we left my house like after two. So this was 3.30, right? Yeah. We went to Kerry Ann and Brody's house. <laughs> he started shining his Brody shoes Brody showed stuff, up and eh? came out in his T-shirt and shorts. Kerry Ann was ready to go. We were ready to go. Had to wait for Brody to get dressed. I think we know mm-hmm. who's in my head. In my head, I was like, okay, I'm starting to do some maths. I've still got to get my shoes from the office. We've got to get Leone, but it'll probably be fine. It's only like 2.30. And everything just slowly started to chip but away it's like to the point where I was way. like, we're going to be fucking late. <laughs> and I, could, I just couldn't do it. What could I do? And were you yeah. super stressed at the point you, you know you were going to be late? I was, like, no, you're... well, like it was my, I didn't tell, I didn't tell Brody that we had pickups and stuff, but I just kind of thought, you know, everyone would be on the move. And I did it in my head. I was like, okay, this is the worst possible thing that could be happening to me right now. But then I remembered how you and your Instagram stories were like, it might rain. And if it does, I'm not going to get worried about it. Oh. And I was like, look, I'm Hang in the on. car. That wasn't like open season. Just don't bloody <laughs> turn up to the wedding. No, it's not like I didn't turn up. I just mean like, if I get stressed and I burst into tears, I'm going to be much worse right. when I do that reading. I actually felt- and I was sweating through my dress, so I had to get Leonie to fan my back in the car. <laughs> I felt very sorry for you because I thought afterwards, I thought Alex must have been absolutely stacking it, especially when they came out the drive and saw that the car, the wedding cars were there. Oh, yeah. And it was already started. But it was it actually turned out to be amazing because <laughs> well, it was the most real pod thing. That's what you said in the in the ceremony which was cool to get a shout out um and it was it was unbelievably real pod yeah so alex cook because we got married against the backdrop of the hill that we kind of like i saw it duncan and simon approaching the altar and then i kind of there was someone was like there she is or something and i turned around and there was this little little thing flapping down the hill <laughs> i was flapping i was holding up my dress going this is so fucking real pod this is so real pod this is so real pod <laughs> Just, it, yeah. it was magical, really. So when I say there was only one hitch, there were no hitches <laughs> because that was perfect. Yeah, it was actually you could, you perfect. Have, it was, it was there cinematic. were a few people it was, who it was asked me, like, was that on purpose? Was that Some deliberate? people, yeah, said the same thing. And I was like, no, it wasn't, but I wish I had written it into the script. I wish we had just said, yes, it was all planned. Yeah. Everything yeah. was all fine. And then you got the, and then you did the, the, you did the reading like an absolute bloody pro. And what you guys did was read out um, some lovely poetry and prose mm. from two different seasons of The Bachelor, one being Matilda's haiku and one being mm-hmm. Naz's... Lovely, yes, lengthy, lovely poem uh, thing. soliloquy, <laughs> Jordan Major. Um, and so, how did it go over? I feel like I could hear some laughs from oh, the back. It was like hysterically funny in my row, yeah. and then there was like some quite bemused people <laughs> oh, yeah. everywhere. Else. There were at least fifty people who had no idea what was <laughs> no going on, was but going on. thought that it was lovely anyway. But no yeah. one ever responds to a reading because it's always just like some weird old religious thing. <laughs> yeah. But. But the Fine. most important bit was that you were late, and that gave us some content to talk about right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was just the loveliest why wedding I do day. What I do, jo- thank you. Joel's speech. I know. Was just yeah, I'm not really happy such about a that though. Day. He just upstaged you. He complete like the speech was supposed to be my thing. He was so nervous about the speech. I was like, I've got this for months. I've been going. I'm going to roast you, Joel. And then I, I dialed back the roasting. But I was like. Okay, don't worry. You'll be fine, dear. You'll be fine with your speech. Don't worry, thinking, yeah, he's going to be terrible and I'm going to be great and everyone's going to think how 
amazing. And, you just keep hearing that. and then oh, he got up there, started crying. Everyone was like, "Oh, he's so sweet." People must heard him say that he his his um baba had died. They must heard it as brother. So there was this extra layer of sympathy going around <laughs> of people who thought that Joel was crying about his. Uh, unbeknownst to anyone, uh, brother who passed away, when in fact it was his 89-year-old grandfather. Who, it was really low of him, eh? Actually, well, very to, sad. To like make up a brother, to do a bronze hand. Whatever it takes to win. He won. He won. The final hurdle. He fucking won. He won the engagement. He won the speeches. He won the wedding. What are you going to do? Get married to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do a reading? Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, that's our podcast it's not, this week. It's not, it's not Duncan because someone spilled, a truck driver spilled 4,000 Big Ben pies in Manukau and then everyone came and got them. <laughs> but, it was in the news and I just wanted to mention that. Were they, un, were they wrapped? Yeah, so they were just, so. They're probably not cooked though, I don't know. They I just think. he was handing, people saw him handing them out to pe- other people. There was that like, rocks. Found them. The other news is that Bachelor NZ winners pie. rental property amongst those flooded by Burst Havelock North Water Main. That is a title on the NZ Herald. Bachelor uh, Fleur, if you can call her a winner. Oh. Fleur's, Fleur's house got flooded and that's, um, the story isn't about her at all. <laughs> It's just about the flooding, but there is a picture of her sitting outside her property and she made the headline, so there you go. And that is our podcast. Amazing. Thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Nando's, for supplying us Existing. with delicious chicken and cheesy bread and peri-peri fries and salads. Thank you, Tina, for recording. And that's us. Bye. 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 <laughs>